0: in the maze number 19 lost in the maze is the solo show only on the billionaire podcast network bing, 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 fill her up. it's me your boy the first billionaire podcaster the daniel plainview of podcasting dalton pruitt back with another another one of these uh i haven't done one in a couple weeks i i have been Uh, really slipshod in doing these uh, lately I never promised that they would be weekly or routine or structured in any way um, that I would uh, be good at doing this Uh, I started doing the solo show on a lark uh, as I have everything I've ever done in my life I just said well I guess I'll try doing this and see where it takes me, and it has led to nothing but ruin in my life. Making uh, decisions on the fly and uh, whimsically is a bad idea. It sounds fun to be spontaneous in one's life that way, uh, but, you know, if, you, if you're if you just making a lot of decisions by the seat of your pants, eventually you find yourself with a negative bank account, uh, and sometimes... It can be, that can be impressive at times. I remember when I was, uh you know, when I was going through my, my brain accident one time, I uh looked at my bank account when I came out of it, and I, I did not know that a bank would let your account get as negative as mine had. I figured that there there would be somebody in the chain of command at Bank of America that would step in and, you know, in that account, just say, you know what, this, we should stop having this as a, as a having him as a customer, having him as a member of this bank, because this is the most negative that anyone has ever been. Um, so, but no, they didn't, uh, it was negative and they wanted that money back. So I had to, had to figure out some way to get that paid off. Um, there was also this weird thing that happened where, uh, I can't remember. I had, I was worried I was, I got scammed at one point. Cause I was trying to purchase, illi- uh, you know, something off of, uh, Twitter. Now X, formerly Twitter, but at the time it was just Twitter. And, uh, I had sent all this money through Zelle and then I found out it was, this, I was probably getting scammed. By an account called, you know, one of these accounts that's like higher, higher consciousness, LLC, uh, who, you know, problem was, was going to help me, uh, open my mind with what I was buying. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, so I sent this money and I said, man, this is a good deal. Cause then I, I have like so much product on hand. I could take some, sell some maybe, and make a little make a little scratch on the side, and pay the you know I'll make my money back selling, you know because this is more than I'll need, so this is actually like this is actually when you think about it, it's an investment to get this uh, sheet of you know w- w- whatever this may have been, and so I sell this money and then like realized after like you know spending money I don't have through Zell that this was a scam and so I panicked because I, I don't I don't know like what protect like what safeguards are in place for Zelle so I called the bank and just had them close that account so I could open a new one and so then they they closed that account but then they it, it still just was was like showing up as an account I had and it was like $8,888,888.88 888. was what it showed in there. And it just was on my at banking app. It was like just showing up constantly. And I, I had no idea what was going on or like what that would mean. Like, what are the consequences of this? Does this show up on anything? Like, you know, like how does this work? And I just like ignored it for a long time. And then eventually I was like, I got to take care of this. I got to like figure out what, why this is just still here and showing that I owe the bank almost $9 million. (laughs) So I finally like went to a bank and talked to someone and they just like, the only explanation they gave me was, yeah, you know, that, uh, that's just what we do when you close an account. Like if you, if you, if you submit like a fraud claim, that's just something we do to, to, you know, safeguard it in some way. And I'm like, you guys got to figure out a better way to do this because this is just terrifying as a, as a guy who wants to have money to look at a bank account and show that I owe the bank nine, almost $9 million. Um, It does not instill any confidence in this institution that when I like file a claim due to some sort of fraud, that your solution to that is to just enter that I owe you eight, Almost not almost nine million dollars. That's very strange, but I think I think I finally got it closed out. And then the new account, uh, I didn't owe near as much, but I did. That was an actual negative balance that had to be taken care of. But who cares? Money's not real, folks. You free everybody. Take the red pill. Take the money red pill on this one. Free your mind. It ain't even real. It's a social construct. Right. I'm now I'm Marxist. Uh, I get. you know, that is in, that is interesting to think about at times how we you know, we've all agreed upon on the, this system of finance in which it's not necessarily a real thing. But the belief and faith is a powerful thing. You know, um, you see that in your own life. They, there's books there are sold about that. The Secret by Rhonda Byrne, <clears throat> excuse me, The Magic by Rhonda Byrne, all these occult books on how to use your mind to manipulate reality and how believing in something makes it real in your mind, and then will cause you, you know, then your actions will. Be dictated by your, your thought processes and effectively you are manipulating reality with your thoughts right and so if everybody believes in this uh, concept that we have money then it's very very fucking real you know and, and at it's core the, the at the heart of it it's not real it's a you know like McConaughey says in Wolf of Wall Street it's a fugazi it's a fugazi it's fairy dust uh, but we all have decided to believe in this thing and it is ruining our lives. It's making us really fucking miserable, uh, because, uh, every, everything is collapsing around us. It seems like, I don't know. I'm not smart enough to know what's going on. It, I have a feeling that it has something to do with the 2008 housing collapse, that, 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 that might be the issue, but I don't know. I just I feel like if there's a situation in which uh, everybody loses all of their money and for the first time in history, a lot of people cannot pay their mortgages, that there will be overarching consequences that we are not aware of that, that will reverberate through time. And the uh, ramifications of it will be made manifest as the years go on. Uh, So that's that's what I'm thinking, maybe, is that in 2008, the entire economy went tits up. And then the only people that received any sort of assistance were not people, but banks and corporations. And then actual people were just, you know, on their asses. And so in response to that, we got a lot of these, uh, I think, like, you know, I feel like a response to that was a lot more just fake uh, money and fake thing, fake commodities being created, you know, because anytime the economy like that, I think anytime the economy like that takes a, uh, a nosedive in that way, you you see the rise of, you know, more grifters and con men. And who, who's that? Satoshi Nakamoto or whoever that fucking whoever the fucking guy is or the the think tank that created uh, Bitcoin and, like started cryptocurrency. <clears throat> I feel like a lot a lot of these just like completely not real things popped up in response to this. These like inflated uh, pseudo stock markets that people could uh, play around in and do like speculative investing and now make make money that way some and then that goes tits up and then all those people lose their money so like i i don't know at a at a certain point there there'll be a, there'll be a true day of reckoning for all of this uh in which the entire system that we've known is uh destroyed and something replaces it what that looks like i do not know uh but that you know this is not tenable anymore that none of what we've been working with is sustainable uh but i don't have i don't have a, a solution and i'm too stupid to know what i'm talking about i just look around i'm just aware and i'm looking around and going yeah this is uh this is fucked and it's and <laughs> that's, that's about all i gotta offer uh, on that one as you know if i was a if I was a, if I was a, like an anchor at Bloomberg or sees you know one of these like money TV channels I'd be like man guys this is fucked up uh you know dis- disregard anything that the administrations are saying uh regarding if the econ- if the economy's doing good or not this I'm telling you right now this is fucked up what's happening and I would I don't even know what to tell you. get your money out of the bank and stuff it into a mattress or something uh that's my solution that's the best i got <laughs> it seems like i mean it does seem like that right everybody's everybody's struggling so much now but then again that's a, that goes back to the belief system to mindset you know if you spend all your time on the internet and reading all these stories and listening to all these people talk about how their lives are fucked up and they can't pay their bills and they have autism and adhd and they're depressed and just bitching and pissing and moaning. And then that, that stinking thinking creeps into your head. And then you start believing that about yourself. Now, everybody, you know, it's become like a mimetic thing. It's a meme that has like wormed its way in all of our minds. And so now all of us collectively are in a, this constant state of turmoil and struggle and suffering due to, you know, maybe outside forces, but also maybe just the proliferation of people being pussies, of just the, just people being pussies on the internet about their lives. Because, you know, this is the land, this is the land of opportunity. And it's also the land of second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth chances. Uh, It's, you know, it's, it's not, it's not over till it's over. It's not over till you're dead and buried in the fucking ground, and to to give to you know admit defeat while you're still alive is but one death, and then the next death will be the physical death, and then the final death will be the the last time anyone uh, speaks your name or thinks about you. And so you don't want to die while you're still alive, right? So yeah, maybe you know you have four dollars in your bank account. That's you know that's four dollars more than you were born with get out there and stop being a little bitch about it and, and do, you know, do the, do podcasting, do the work that you got to do to turn that around and become, and, and secure your path to financial freedom through podcasting, through posting. Okay. Through media. Cause that's all, that's all we got now is media. It's the only way that you're going to not be exploited by some fucking small, like dipshit, small business owner or corporation, because I have I have no respect or regard for either. I don't I don't buy into this narrative that small business owners are these grand noble people who are uh, fixtures in their communities. No, they are snakes, the same as a corporation, and they're they're kind of worse because the thing is, a corporation can at least afford to do business. A corporation absolutely can afford to like maintain the business and pay pay the people on their payroll. Then they should be paying more, but at least they can afford what like what the the goings on of the business. These small business, a lot of these small business owners are cannot fucking do that. They they t- they bit off more than they can chew, and that they're operating at a loss, and then that gets like. The, the shit rolls downhill and then it falls onto the shoulders of the, like, just the workers that are working there. Like, these poor saps who just need a job and they they got a job at some, like, small restaurant or bar or cafe or maybe a local grocery store. Like, whatever it is. And then, and then they're just being harangued by this, like, despotic fucking American Dream ass dipshit who does not, like respect the people that's working for them and like abuses them more than a fucking corporation does because there's no like true HR for the business. There's none of that. So everything just feels like it, it feels very shady and blowboard, board. And th- this guy is, is on a fucking power trip because, Oh, he secured the a loan from the bank. To start a business, to start something that he just can't fucking afford, so everybody that's working for him is getting underpaid. They're not getting health insurance, and they're getting like abused by their fucking boss. So I, I, I mean, fuck all these people. Fuck this. Fuck these like fucking small business owners, and fuck the corporations too. Fuck anyone that is doing anything except podcasting. Uh, because that's that's the only like true virtuous altruistic small business owner. I'm a man of the people. As the first billionaire podcaster, I'm a man of the people. I talk to all y'all. I'm good to my people. We're we're working in in symbiosis as a community, as an ecosystem, together to to make podcasting uh, better and 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 greater and soar higher than the medium ever could have because a lot of a lot of these shows fucking suck cock a lot of these podcasts you watch <clears throat> most things suck i mean honestly most things suck there's a uh there's a tiktok guy i follow uh called marblehead i really like him he he's one of these like snobby like artsy fartsy smart guys he's got like an mfa or something and he's anonymous. I don't know who the guy is, but he because his uh the the videos he takes like the the visage that you see is just the like a bust of the statue. But I love busts. I love busting. And it's a, it's a bust of the Statue of David, and it's this guy who's using that as a filter. And he just like he he's just very catty and judgmental and like criticizes everything. And he did a video where the, it was like uh, commenting on this like thing this woman posted about how she can't pay attention to anything anymore. She feels like she has like a short attention span and anything she tries to watch or consume, she can only focus on for a few seconds before she's looking at her phone. She just feels like maybe she has ADHD or whatever it may be. And he made a good point. He said... It's it, it's not ADHD and it's not that you have a short attention span. It's that by and large, all throughout history, most things have sucked. Most things just suck shit, and you can't pay attention because what you're watching sucks and it's just not worth paying attention to. And he he made it, he made an argument where he said, you know, if what you were watching was any fucking good, you wouldn't have this problem. You you might instinctually just out of force of habit look at your phone here and there, but you you would you would be locked in. And I agree. I agree with that wholeheartedly because most shit does suck. Like if I'm watching, you know, I was just trying to watch this um I was just like trying to watch this new Super Mario Brothers movie because it's on Netflix. And I just like I'm fucking bored. I just was like, I don't give a shit about this. It, for, I mean, it, it is for children, but it just didn't, like, I didn't like it. <laughs> I didn't like what I was watching. And it was the same experience for me with the Barbie movie. Like, I watched, like, half of the Barbie movie, and, like, the whole what I saw, I just was like, all right, I, I don't care. And it, a lot of this is just, like, really cringey uh, Reddit-ass humor. And I, you know, and I'm just looking at my phone the whole time. <laughs> it just is not... Uh, winning me over at all and and that's not because I have a short attention span or because I'm stupid uh, it's because it, what I'm watching sucks cock and if there was anything good then I can I can focus I could dial in on that because if, if if I put on Goodfellas for example I'm in for the next two and a half hours I'll watch the whole I'm I'm like just glued to the tv and I can't look away, and I and this is like having seen the movie countless times already. It never stops being, you know, being amazing. It's never boring. It always grips me, and I'm I'm in on Goodfellas, but with any of the like a lot of this other shit now that you know it just it just does not grab me at all. And I'm not gonna go ask a doctor for amphetamines because I can't focus on the new season of Stranger Things it might it might just be that stranger things fucking sucks have you thought about that have you thought about maybe the shit that you're watching just sucks ass and you can't focus on it because you're not taking the time to curate any of the entertainment you're consuming and so you're just like mindlessly b- like watching shit and binging things that you were told is good because of articles and industry people lauding it But you're not, you're not even believing, you know, you're not even trusting your own eyes and ears at this point, which are telling you this fucking sucks. And so then, and then you think, oh, I I guess because I can't focus on this thing that like a variety article told me I'm supposed to like, I got to go to a doctor now and get prescribed the strongest amphetamines that have ever existed. And now I'm addicted to amphetamines. And then lo and behold. Everybody's prescribed this stuff, and then who could have thunk, there's a shortage, there's a shortage, and now, collectively, millions of people are going through withdrawals from amphetamines and losing their fucking minds, all because they were having trouble focusing on the Sex in the City reboot, which, who, who, who told you that was going to be good? What made you think that was going to be good? Ridiculous this what i'm doing now is excellent uh entertainment is broad- this is broadcasting baby <clears throat> and uh and every and you know speak speaking of broadcasting folks the nFL uh <laughs> we're doing now a, seg- a segue <laughs> the NFL. Uh, a, lot, a lot of people are upset. A lot of uh, more trad, conservative-based, red-pilled, Lindy uh, folks are ha- have taken umbrage with the amount of Taylor Swift that now inhabits uh, an NFL broadcast featuring the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, and to, to, to which I say, who uh, who who cares? Most of an NFL broadcast is not NFL. It's not football. It's a three-hour broadcast in which eleven minutes are actual football being played, and then the rest of the broadcast is just like four guys with CTE shouting uh, at each other about stats and players and what they think is going to happen, and then advertisements. You know, Jake from State Farm and the khakis uh Pop-Tarts, T-Mobile, you know, uh get you know, look at the coverage map. It's good coverage. Just like you know, just like the the Chiefs are doing good coverage on the field, T-Mobile is doing good coverage on America in terms of cell service. T-Mobile folks. Um and so and then, and then there's a halftime show and then re-sees. all this stuff is is what a football broadcast is and then it's 11 minutes of that broadcast is actual action on the field it's actually so, you know they call a play the ball is hiked it's run or passed or whatever somebody gets tackled stop back to back to the jake and the Khakis. you know what i mean so it's it's already it's already like this bloated sham of a broadcast and so, who who gives a shit that they that within that they're cutting the like? Here's the thing: the most famous person on earth is at that game. Like someone who unto herself is multiple industries at this point, like literally a, a billionaire from playing guitar and piano and singing little songs, it, it, and like surrounding her devoted to her are like multiple fucking like corporations and industries. And she's just there in a box at the game, you know, cheering on her boyfriend. Of course they're going to pay attention to her. It's not, it's not a psyop it's business because it's, it's like such a spectacle that this bitch is, is there that this person, this like she carries with her. Like she, she interests me in that she carries with her this, this, like enigmatic mystical quality because she's not, uh she doesn't talk a lot. She doesn't like, you know, she doesn't say much in terms of her own like opinions or reveal too much about herself. Everything about her is very old entertainment industry. You know what I mean? It's very curated. It's behind closed doors. There's a velvet rope wrapped around Taylor Swift. So, we don't know like too much about what's going on in her head or much about her personal life outside of what has been deemed acceptable to show us. So she's like one of the like few just like true entertainment people left that is like just you know, bright and sparkling and also just mystical, mysterious. Like she has this divine quality to her. whether you like her music or not, There's no denying the fact that she has this, like, aura that is just magnetic, that everybody wants to pay attention to her, good or bad, like, positive or negative, all eyes are on this bitch, and and so they, of course, they're gonna show, like, if she's at that fucking game, of course they're gonna devote some time of the broadcast to show you, like, look at her, doing TikTok dances up in the box, um, because oh, like true true truthfully, if they if like if they could, they would just show her the entire game. It would be a reaction video of just her watching the game and just what and just, just watching her, you know, look at what's happening on the field and seeing her reactions to it. That's what the that's what they wish they could do. And honestly, they probably could do that. At the, like they probably would get better ratings you know it's it's a it's a risky move for sure because it could backfire you know i'm not you know i'm not a a tv guy i don't know much about network broadcasting and sports broadcasting but i have a feeling if you just set up a camera on taylor swift watching the game and then you just and then just focus in on like the subtleties and nuances of her facial expressions as she's watching the game and then the moments the spike happens when she gets excited about something but it's just you you know you're just watching her watch the game you pro- they would probably get like a billion people tuning in to the game to watch that there should be a separate broadcast of that i'm very pro whatever's happening in that regard just just like have a separate broadcast where there's just a camera in the booth showing everybody like what what's going on with, with her and her reactions to what her boyfriend is doing on the field and do like a play by play commentary from her point of view. Uh I fully support that. I think that would reinvigorate broadcasting and it would and the, a billion a billion fat 30 year old women would tune into that. Um, but they're probably not going to do that. But I, it's also, it's like, I don't think there's a psyop happening. I think it's that the, the, um, most successful, popular, uh, it, you know, recording artist of all time is attending these games. And so that is, you know, something to behold. And, it, and there is, by the way, there is like a wholesome quality to it. Like, that that's... All these, like, Tradcath fucking, like, Lindy types are upset about this, but it's like, isn't this what you fucking have been asking for? Is, like, some bitch who's loyal to her man, like, to support her man? Like, you're tired of seeing all the, like, sexy reds and ice spices and shit? It's like, this is what I mean, this is literally what you're asking for, is, like, some bitch from Pennsylvania, like, going to support her boy... It's literally, like, a high school fantasy. It's like... Just being fifteen again forever is what we're seeing, and it's like it's upsetting them because what she makes music for girls. I don't I don't really know what what the issue is there, but then again, that's what happens when when anyone is that popular and has that broad of um, an appeal. They they also going to have their haters, but it's like Cat Williams said, you know, you need your haters if you, ladies and gentlemen, if you got if you got 14 haters, you need to figure out how to get 16 before the summer get here. So, you know, that's how you, that's like the true measure of success is if you have like tons of people that also hate you, that's, I mean, you're doing something right. Cause if, if everyone loves you, then you, you know, you're not uh, provocative enough. You know, you need, you need a lot of people to fucking hate what you're doing. And that, I mean, that's my goal with all this is I want, I want a lot of people to like me, but I really want a lot of people to just fucking despise me. Cause that's fun. That's fun. It's fun to be a troll and to be someone who's hated and get that kind of engagement. And that's also how you print fucking money, dude. That's how you print that's how you print dollar bills. Because that's what that's what all the grifters do. Shapiro Shapiro, Matt Walsh, Steven Crowder, Tim Pool, all these fucking guys they don't have a goddamn thing to say. They don't ha- they're not capable of original thought or being interesting in any way. What they are capable of is being re- reactionary and incendiary and inflammatory. And more than like, you know, fuck the people, fuck the fans more than anything. What gets them traction and makes their careers is the, is the the, the sheer amount of people that just fucking despise them and are constantly irritated with what they're doing because it's atten- it just it's attention grabbing. You know that that's the thing with the Ben Shapiro, Tom McDonald uh, hip hip hop raps they did was you know I I think I said this on the po- on the podcast we did with Crack, but like I think it's intentionally meant to be absurd so that the people who like it like it. And then the people who don't really pay attention to that kind of stuff just see this like oddity pop up and are like, the fuck is this? And then just get upset about it and believe that it's like this sincere um, anthem for what I don't even I don't even know what the message is, (laughs) the song facts and over feelings and America or what like whatever. But it's just it's meant to get a rise out of people. It's trolling. It's trolling taken to its its furthest extent, and, and you know it seems to be very profitable. You know to to be to be a little troll these days, and I am saying that because Ben Shapiro is Jewish. Um, <laughs> I will I will say I find it concerning regarding Taylor Swift that she has so much power and influence in what appears to be legislation now. Because, folks, if you follow me, then you know that my ex-formerly Twitter account, uh, rest in peace, the the account at Dalton Lee Pruitt, was permanently suspended. Because I was having such a fun time using AI to create really fucked up pictures of what she would look like if she was pregnant. And just like I just kept posting them, just kind of manically, and that that got me that got me suspended. <laughs> and here's the thing: it shouldn't have that shouldn't be an issue under, like, first off, there's like parody laws. I don't think it's ever been illegal to draw like a fun like a fucked up drawing of someone, or maybe it, I guess it was at one point, and that was the whole issue was like the People versus Larry Flint was like I can draw a picture of nancy reagan with a cock in her mouth because freedom and and so the judge was like here here he's right ain't uh, ain't nothing in the rules that say you can't draw a picture of nancy reagan with a cock in her mouth and uh so that was that and so that's like been one of our protected freedoms for a long time you know like parody and stuff like that so i mean it is concerning that if i just like generate a uh, use ai to make a funny little cartoon of pregnant Taylor Swift being tended to by Donald Trump. And they're both covered in blood for some reason. If that, you know, if that's an issue, then that requires like a white house press conference, which I know like my account was not what caused that press conference. I guess it was the account of zoo bears, ZV bear or who, whomever. I guess like, I guess it was enough people sharing those like hyper detailed, the really good ones of her getting like tag teamed by the KC chiefs. And Oscar the Grouch, <laughs> how did, how is anybody taking this shit seriously? That's the thing. The thing that's concerning is they're using terms like deepfake and revenge porn and all these terms that indicate like some material that the person recorded themselves had been uh, hacked and obtained illicitly and disseminated to the public uh, without their consent in some way. That's like the language they're using is, is regarding that when in reality, it's like just some guy made a cartoon of Taylor Swift getting, you know, prone boned by Oscar the Grouch, which is not a deep fake. It's not revenge porn. It, you know, I don't, I hope nobody saw that and thought that 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 she actually did that. Um, I know that the Muppets are treated as a sort of augmented, like, reality thing you know like anytime they appear in anything everybody just kind of agrees on the reality that the the muppets and the sesame street characters are real you know we we know who kermit the frog is we don't know the guy with his hand up his ass we don't care about that guy uh you know what i mean so we all agree on that reality but i don't think that there was ever a moment that we agreed on, or that they, you know, that they that they agreed to do a scene where Taylor Swift gets uh, fucked by Oscar the Grouch. I don't think that happened. Now, I could see a world in which they maybe do a duet together, uh, but I don't think that they, she would ever record anything with the Muppets where she's getting fucked from behind by Oscar the Grouch. But... <clears throat> The way people have been talking about it is that oh, she didn't consent to to this picture being made. She didn't consent to this and said, so, Well fuck she never had to. That was like you don't you don't have to get the person's consent to do a fun little cartoon. Um but she's so popular and powerful and influential that that fucking black bitch in the White House, that press secretary, uh Jean Luc Picard. Had to hold a an actual press conference uh to express the fears and concerns and anxieties about artificial intelligence, which AI is awesome. I'm very pro-AI. I don't know why people are so against you're telling me that I got a thing now that will let me that will allow me to work less. That's a dream. I'm fucking lazy. I don't want to actually have to like do shit. I want to be able to have ideas and delegate them to other people and other things and then that makes it reality and so now i don't even i don't even need to like contract a a human person and work with them and share these ideas and pay them i just like plug in some bullshit into an ai program and then boom it's real they the ai made it and if it's not what i want i just keep hitting the button until it makes something close enough you know what i mean it's all it's only going to get better it's only going to get better unless these motherfuckers take this from us, because they thought they they had this great moral panic about a picture of Taylor Swift getting fucked by a Muppet, insanity, insanity is what's happening, and it got my fucking account suspended, now I can't make no money on Twitter yet, I was making money on Twitter, and I had to create a new account, folks follow the new account, at Dalton Pruitt, BPN, BPN for Billionaire Podcast Network. Ching, bing, 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 did, did he fill her up? Uh, That's the new account, and we're rebuilding it. And hey, you know, blessing in disguise, this new account is not Shadow band By the way, speaking of the BPN, patreon.com slash cornfed with Dalton Pruitt, we got a $5 tier, $10 tier, a $15 tier, and the best of all, the $25 tier, which gets you access to all the same premium episodes and bonus content from the other tiers, all the all the big bonuses and benefits you get from those. And then you also get the Fraternal Order of Corn-Fed decal after three months of being subscribed. So it is effectively $75 for a sticker. I say it's worth it. You know, slap that bad boy on your back windshield. It might help you get out of a ticket. Also... Once you subscribe to that tier immediately, you're welcome to shoot me a message with a, a list of your enemies for whom I will call upon, I will call a jihad upon them. Um, so, patreon.com slash cornfed with Dalton Pruitt. Tons of premium episodes, bonus contents, a lot of big, a lot of big things coming down the pike. A lot, of, a lot of big things coming to the network that are happening. I'm back, baby. I'm wide ass fucking awake. I'm out of I'm out of the insanity and, and back into the grift. In once more into the grift. <clears throat> Do I have my where the fuck is my oh I have zins. Okay. Good. I have zins. Yeah, fucking Amy Schumer's faggot ass fucking uncle is like wanting to pass some sort of legislation against Zins. Because they, they they fucking do this constantly. Like some some new Marvel of nicotine delivery technology comes out, and then all these like old ass motherfuckers just start like poo pooing it and saying, "Oh, this is a this is dang, a danger to the teenagers." It's like, M- bitch, I was smoking cigarettes as a teenager. That that was a danger to me. And y- y'all ain't y'all y'all's asses ain't never done nothing about cigarettes. You never like tried to pass any laws or do anything to take those off the market. You made it like more difficult to buy them. You had to be 18. I guess now you have to be 21 and you taxed them to fucking hell. But it was, you, you never tried to like pull them off the shelves completely. But now th- this guy is like talking about getting rid of Zins and you want to fucking, you want a civil war in this country. You want to you want to, you want to talk actual civil war, get rid of the Zins. Okay. You may you may take my my liberty, but you will never take my Zens. or you know something like that. Um, and and so, yeah, I don't. They they always do this, and I always want like, what is what's actually going on? Like, what what corporation has got their hands in these guys' pockets? Because isn't this uh, like the conspiracy? Would be that it's like to the benefit of like big tobacco that there's these like alternatives that hit the market. And due to, and because it's like perceivably a threat to big tobacco, that that big like the tobacco lobby would get involved to try and get them taken away. But the big tobacco owns all this shit already. Like Zen was is a company called Swedish Match that got bought out by uh, Philip Morris, I, I think is who owns it. It's either Philip Morris or R.J. Reynolds that own it now. So. It's the same fucking company, so I, I don't understand where this like, because I like all these like government fucks. Like I don't think they're acting altruistically or due to any sense of morality. It's a money thing, so I, I don't know. I, I I'm curious as to like what money is involved or like what the business like what what's the business that's involved, or may, or maybe it is like a misplaced sense of virtue. Maybe it is like somebody who's like the one time any of these fucking people are actually trying to do anything good it's just completely misplaced and just the, the wrong idea you know where it's like instead of providing any sort of like real tangible help or assistance for anybody they they think that like the right thing to do is get rid of get rid of things that people enjoy get rid of the fun things that people enjoy instead of like Helping people financially, we're just gonna get rid of the Zens. and then every and then everybody's just gonna be mad at us even more. So maybe it's maybe it is just that stupid. Who knows? Because I, dude, I work for this. Um, no, I'm, I'm a podcaster. But let's say I had a day job in which I sold internet services. The the FCC has this program for poor folk called the uh, Affordable Connectivity Program. And they've had it for a while, and all it is is if you're if you're broke, if you're poor, and receive any sort of government assistance like Medicaid. By the way, audience, take advantage of this while you can, because here's the thing: if you receive any sort of Medicaid, SNAP, EBT, whatever, you can apply for this shit, and if you get approved, the government will give you like a it's like a thirty dollar credit to go towards like whatever internet service you have, and so there's all these like internet companies that will honor that, that will allow you to take advantage of that. And then some companies even have their own like affordable internet service where you have to be broke or to get that service. So if you combine that with the government credit, you you essentially have free internet and it's only $30 per household, that's it. So they, they provide a $30 credit per household and they're ending this program in, like, a few, like, a couple of weeks, I think, like, early in February, uh, because they haven't, they like, they, they don't know about the money or they can't, like, afford to keep doing it. And it's like, motherfucker, you're sending, like, billions of dollars to Israel and doing, like, doing all, like, spending all this other fucking money on some bullshit, and you can't afford to provide, like, what should be a public utility anyway to everyone because like dude it, like that that's what I was talking about earlier is that uh, ca- ca- look, capitalism's awesome obviously we all love it but it has it has its failings in, in certain spots and like this the, this idea that okay so the the internet I, I for a long time i think was like considered a like a luxury of some kind you know, it it was this like cool new fancy thing to have, and nobody even knew what it was or where it was going or what it was going to be used for. But it was this new thing that was starting to connect people more and more. And now it's ubiquitous. Now it's it's everywhere, and you absolutely fucking have to have it. Like you can't live your life without an internet connection, which would make it like it's it's a necessity. So at that point, it's a public utility. So it should, there should be like government, there should be like government options. There should be like, there should be some way that the government can provide internet for people, if not for free, at least like affordably, whether it's through corporations or some sort of like government version of the internet that should exist. And it doesn't because of, uh, you know, the pursuit of capital, and so but they they're like getting rid of this this program because they they, they don't know if they can afford to keep giving like you know bl- poor black families 30 bucks a month. It's it's insane like how exploited everyone is. Like just just because people are so fucking exploited and they're just dumbed down like you know their diets consist of like Arizona iced teas and TV dinners. And so they're not getting nutrition. Their brain's not getting what it needs, and they're they're fed a constant stream of like media and entertainment that's like the you know the the entertainment equivalent of Arizona iced teas and TV dinner, where there's no no nutrition in any of the uh, art that they're consuming. So everybody's just like, "Dude, <laughs> it's are just fucking stupid." They and so no one even realizes like how exploited they are. No one like really stops to think about like how just completely fucked in the ass they're getting and and they just go about their day to day. Like, I guess this is just, you know, the way things are. And and they never they never like really stop to consider the fact that like, huh. So our own government is going to is going to spend billions and billions of dollars to fight a war that it has not a goddamn thing to do with. And it can't afford to, like, pay off my student loans or pay, pay for my internet or do any fucking thing to help me. And and then I got to go work for a corporation that's also exploiting me. That I, I got to go work in a job where I'm completely overworked and underpaid. And I'm just getting, like, fucked in every hole in every direction. And and then and then also I'm not I'm not even getting anything nutritious, whether like physical or metaphysical. The things I'm eating and drinking and consuming, all of it across the board is just junk food and syrup and saccharin. And and now I'm like functionally retarded because of this. And maybe that's what they want. Maybe that is the conspiracy. I mean, when we had G.I. Chase on the show, that was his his food conspiracy he talked about. Was like in so many towns and cities, the only, like, f- access people have to food and nutrition is, is garbage. Like, they, the, all they can get is, like, straight-up processed bullshit that's making them fat and lazy and fucking stupid. And he, he, you know, he made a point where he said, like, they are... The conspiracy is, like, they are dumbing down and, you know, fattening and... Uh, just just slothifying if that's a word, the, the population, so that we never that we never cause a fuss and never have two words to say about fucking anything and are incapable of doing so. You know most most people are incapable of even like thinking about this stuff, let alone putting it into words, let alone putting those words into any sort of um, meaningful action or activism. And so, I mean, maybe, yeah, maybe that's the goal. Maybe they are trying to just, like, keep us com- completely under their fucking heel so that we never realize that, like, we are getting, like, and we're, and, and also along with that, we're always just, like, fucking fighting with each other. Like, any, anytime the argument comes up that, like, maybe life should be easier for us, there's, like, tons and tons of the, the conservative, like, right-wing types who are like, fuck you. How dare you, fu- like, dare entertain the thought that the government should ever fucking help you with anything? Pay off your own fucking student loan. You should, oh, you got an underwater basket weaving degree. What did you think was going to happen? You know, all these types of people. And it's like, how, how, why not? How about, well, hey, government, I'm paying your fucking bills. I've been doing that every time I pay taxes. How about it's time for you to pony up and pay off some of my fucking debts? All right? I don't think I'm being entitled to asking for that. If you're going to pay off the fucking debts of foreign nations and bail out these fucking banks, maybe you should fuck like help me and help my, my fellow comrades. I'm communist now, Marxist, but they got, you know, they got us all fighting with each other instead. That, that, like that's the, that's the goal is like this controlled opposition where it, they, they've just they got they have us in a total state of like hysteria and confusion where we're all just, like, swinging haymakers at each other and sh- shouting and ho- hooting and hollering at one another instead of, like, looking up to the real issue, which is that they're, they're just, like, fucking us. And, they, and they're, like, showing it off, too. I mean, like, remember during COVID when, they, like, they shut everything down and, we're you know, all of us were losing our asses? And then they just kept broadcasting the fact that, like, all these fucking people were having lavish, extravagant parties, you know with each other having like eyes wide shut parties and that was like that was one of the things that kind of sent me over the edge when I lost my mind was I was looking at all these pictures and footage of these people in masks at these events where like you know they were still masked up But at the time we were even being told not to even go be around each other even in masks right and so um but I would see these like pictures of these people in masks and so i just like was focused on their eyes and everyone's eyes looked so fu- like sinister like it looked like there was just just this uh malevolence hiding inside like right inside of their eyes and it was like i would look at this shit and it was driving me up the fucking wall because i was like the nancy pelosi might actually be drinking the chill like the-, the blood of babies she might be drinking baby blood is what her eyes are telling me right now. And I need to go knock on every door in my neighborhood to let them know that Nancy Pelosi is, in fact, a vampire. And that's how you wind up in the hospital. But I mean, yeah, I, you know, that's who these people are. And they, yeah, and they've, they've got us, they got us in a tizzy. And <clears throat> that, isn't that crazy? How everybody just kind of forgot about COVID, where, Uh, now the only people who really talk about it are just, it seems to be like extremists, like people who are really, really extreme and radical, radicalized. Um, And so it's kind of disregarded by a lot of the population. Like if somebody's still complaining about what happened during that time, it's like, (laughs) get over it. And it's that I am like shocked How quickly the the psyop was able to get us to uh, just like put that away, to like shelve that entire experience in our minds and move on to the next thing, because that was years of our lives that was taken from us, in in which like we were constantly being told like conflicting information and news and what was going on. And the entire like people completely lost their lot. Like if you didn't die, a lot of people still just were get like completely fucking losing their livelihoods and getting fucked up and during that entire time. And then, you know, they, they start they jingled some other keys in front of us with like something else. I think it was like the Ukraine thing popped off and it was like, oh, OK, we're on to the next thing. And so now if you talk about any of this shit now, you're just seeing, you seen. you're seen as like just some sort of extremist where if, if you're um, talking about like, what, okay, so what are the long-term effects of this vaccine or the long-term effects of economically what happened during that time? Or, you know, what, what you know, what are the studies that are going to be done? What are the ramifications of that happening? Those lockdowns, all of it psychologically, physically, uh all of it that's you know that's uh that's Dan Bongino that's uh that's uh Alex Jones shit that's those kinds of guys and then if you're taught if you're still masked up and concerned about all of it that's just you know you're just that, that is crazy that is actually nuts to still be like masked up and, and wearing gloves and measuring the air and getting boosters that's fucking psychotic I kind of I'm more on the Bongino Alex Jones Tucker Carlson side where it is like yeah we should be like asking questions about this because that was like a fucked up thing that happened and everybody seems to have just like kind of moved on from it nobody no like there was no there was no time taken for us to collectively debrief from that experience it was just like all right, chop chop! Get back to work, everybody. There's a war on, you know, and and then just more crazier and crazier things have kept happening, and, and now it's it's been like filed into uh, conspiracy territory where any anyone who dares even still talk about it is just is, is a wackadoo. But it wrecked me. I went fucking nuts during that time, and I lost I lost much more than a lot of people. So. It, uh, fuck, dude. I mean, it, it, it's just like we're we're constantly being yanked around by all these like big events and crazy, just just all this insane shit that keeps happening, and we're we're in a constant state of whiplash and and di- discompob- discompabulation, <laughs> and so we can't we can't orient ourselves in any real way. We're just always confused, which is kind of like one of the methods of control that more totalitarian regimes have used, which is keep your citizens, keep the people of your country in a constant state of delirium so that you can maintain power and influence and do just like whatever you want to do, you know. And and so I I, like if we're if we are to enter the conspiracy corner. Enter into the uh, the psyop chamber. You know, I you know, I and I don't think I'm the first to say this. I think all of this country, our government, all of it is is a more totalitarian regime masquerading as a democracy, as a uh, of the people, by the people, for the people uh, outfit. When in reality, it's just these people at the top that want this power and control and they've used every trick and uh, spell (laughs) that they have available to them to keep us just like docile, either docile or fighting with each other. And so they maintain power and then, you know, you can't get your internet for free no more or for cheap. You gotta pay the full price for your internet. That's that's yeah, I guess that's the whole argument there. <clears throat> that job's gonna fire me anyway. Um anyway, folks, this has been a, this has been a good one. I'm back. This is a solo broadcast. I think it went well. I hope. <laughs> I I feel like I'm I I've like exposed a lot of myself lately. Like I talk a lot now. Uh, Cause I'm doing like all the other podcasts and I do live streams and titty videos and I'm constantly posting you, a always BBP posting post your way to financial freedom post podcasting and posting is the economy. Now it's a whole economy of podcasting and posting. There's nothing left to build. There's nothing left to do. It's we all have to exist in the, in cyberspace, in the media As posters and podcasters. Look at that fucking guy. That fucking old boomer dipshit retard fucking grifter cat turd. That guy, I'm so fucking mad. I just started looking into this dude. I'm so pissed off that he has achieved the success he has as a grifter. Because at least with a lot of these guys, they're interesting. Like Like, they at least are interesting to some degree. Um... And granted, the the top dog, the the da- the granddaddy, the go is Alex Jones, obviously. And and for the longest time, I like really hated Ben Shapiro just for the fact that he's fucking boring. You know, he doesn't have a lot to say. He's not that interesting. His voice sucks, and he and he doesn't offer any like anything fun. It's just like, you know, stating facts and his own opinions but there's nothing there's not a lot there but he you know kudos to him for at least doing a a few broadcasts a week this fucking cat turd dude has like two million followers on twitter x formerly twitter and he's like being hailed as this uh you, you know mind now that is to to attention is to be paid you should pay attention to cat turd in some way i was scrolling through his feed. He doesn't fucking say anything. It'll be like a post of you know this Taylor Swift thing where it's like it was some headline about Taylor Swift, and then Cat Tur just quote tweets it with the vomit emoji, and then it has like t- you know 30 million views and a hundred thousand likes and all these comments, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? You're, you you this this motherfucker is just the most wet blanket dipshit boring fucking grifter i've ever seen it like genuinely pisses me off because i have no qualms with any reactionary fucking like dumbass political grifter get your money hey you gotta get your money and it in if it at least has some entertainment value like as 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 despicable as i think tucker carlson is he did the kevin spacey interview which fucking got me I, I was like, okay, well, this is entertaining. This is fun. It's psychotic, but it's fun to watch happen. This fucking cat turd dude is, is like literally saying, like, he'll post, he'll post something that just says, "Good morning, X." He doesn't even call it Twitter anymore. He's not even cool enough to call it Twitter. He he has bent the knee and he's calling it X, and it just says, "Good morning, X." Ten million views. So, what the fuck is going on with this guy? how how is he so attractive to people when he's not even boasting any clever his, his hot takes or anything it's just if 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 he's offering any sort of opinion it it'll just be like a video of biden and then he goes this is bullshit 30 million views what the fuck dude fuck you I, it just it, it bothers me to no end that that, that we let this happen That we let the once great art form of grifting be infiltrated by this just incapable of original thought, fucking uninteresting, dry, just dumbass boomer. Just this absolute puddle of a person has succeeded at grifting. He should have been cast out from the grifting community, but no. He he is one as a shit poster, so maybe I maybe the solution really for everybody is just post anything and everything all the time because that seems to be what he did. He just posts like thoughts he's having, without even like trying to make them seem clever or interesting. It's just it, it, it it'll just be like, well, another day in clown world. Forty million views. What the fuck, dude. All right. You get you get my point. I hate cat turd. A jihad upon cat turd. Um, and